I'm Chris Curtin, founder of Connected Approach Partners. In today's discussion, my colleague Amanda White is joining me to introduce you to the three foundational pillars of our leader approach model. Hi, Amanda. Hey, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> we may have said that at the same time. I'll say it again. <laughs> Hi, Amanda. Hi, Chris. How are you? Great to see you. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Good. So you had a great week this week. I did. Yes. Uh, very exciting work. Um, having conversations about the connected approach, which of course is our business together, and the the book I'm writing called the Leader Approach, and uh, was able to have some good conversations with leaders this week about the Leader Approach. Yeah, I um, and I'm like really excited to hear about that. Um, you got a great interview and you're getting great content for your book. And it's really kind of what is going to be paving the way for the work that we're going to continue to do to get together. So, um, I'd love to know what, like, how did that go and how did you set it up and all that great stuff? Yeah. It, well, it, the, the conversation went well, and I think I'll save for a future episode the more specific content about who I spoke with and the conversation that we had. But what was really telling was that the conversation was able to germinate around the three elements of the leader approach. And what I think you and I are consistently talking about as we support clients and provide yeah. coaching to uh, leaders is this idea that the best leaders have a leader approach. And you and I have talked about breaking it down in three elements. The first right. is how you treat yourself, how you lead yourself. Second is how you treat others. And third is how you treat the circumstances. And so having the conversations with the leaders that are contributing to the book, just about that framing. Yeah. How do you treat yourself? How do you treat others? How do you treat circumstances? It's amazing how much great leaders think about that, even if yeah. they're not necessarily thinking about that construct before we have our conversation. Right. But there's a lot that tucks in there when you focus a leader on, okay, how do you treat yourself? And what do you think about when you think about leading yourself? So that right. was like the most exciting was that that framework works. How, um, and I know you're just, um, you know, starting down this path of um, getting out there and interviewing people, but just if even in the one individual case that you've talked to this week, um, does it resonate? You know, because I, uh, just a little side note, I remember doing some some work with a facilitator, a, a consultant, a number of years back, like probably 10, 15 years back. And it was the first time that it really went off, like the light, the light bulb went off in my head where um, he was saying, you know, these are all the things that you are talking about as a leadership staff that you need to do. But we really need to think about how you're going to be, mm -hmm. the do versus be, which is really the how. Um, and I remember looking at him at that time where I was just like, you know, like, <laughs> what do you mean how I'm going to, I'm going to be like, we're all about doing, you know, and, and it just 
like really made me step back and think about like, whoa, this is huge. Like, I really have to think about this. And, and I got it. Like, there were other leaders that didn't get it, <laughs> you know, that were just so into this do, 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 um, action oriented and, and somewhat the subject of, you know, the environment that we were in. But anyways, it, are you finding that people are like, absolutely, the how is where it's all at and so important. And this is how, like, I go about that. It's interesting. The, I think the answer initially is absolutely. And yet sometimes they've not even framed it for themselves like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and speaking about leading yourself, you know, I was, as I was interviewing this leader, they had done some reflecting before the interview and they said, well, actually, it's not a leading myself because it's about me, that it's all about me. It, it's truly about being able to fill up my own cup so right. that I'm prepared to be able to give and get right into the other elements of the model yep. that we've talked about, you know, connecting with others, leading others, and of course, capably leading circumstances. But just to respond to, to what you had said, I mean, this is why our partnership is, is so much fun, because <laughs> we had these remarkable and careers in, in corporate America, and we were so fortunate to work for the same corporation, albeit in, in, in different divisions, but at the same time, having parallel careers and parallel experiences. And, and I think also in some regard, parallel considerations of yeah. what was, you know, what the culture was and, and, and what it was about. And you're right. So much of it was about doing, was about execution, was being focused on execution, which is so important. Because the last thing either of us wanted to do or we wanted our employees to do or the people that were working for us to do or employees across the enterprise was do nothing or to right. be some way just That didn't get you to... very far. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So doing was always key. And then you and I think have been inspired by various thought leaders. And, yeah. you know, we, we talk about Brene Brown. We talk about um adam grant we talk about simon sinek yeah and simon sinek's brilliant ted talk in his book start with why interjected another word in that so it wasn't just about right. what the do it was like why why yeah. are we doing something what's the purpose and so why became a big thing for the past say 14 yeah. years since simon sinek published uh that brilliant um ted talk and we should probably include that uh, in in the uh, in the show notes, the, the yeah. link to the TED Talk, because it's just brilliant. And then, of course, the book. And so you have the why and the what, and everyone gets that. And to your very point, I think part of the reason that we're now working together is the connected approach is that you and I are seeing that it really is Absolutely. that how, you know, yeah. that me. Um, how are you approaching others and treating others? And, and so... Yeah. That did resonate this week, and it's it's resonating obviously with you and I. And the excitement of the HR consulting we're doing and the coaching we're doing is that it's so much about the how, yeah. particularly when life right now is so much, um, you know, over over Zoom or over you know Microsoft Teams. Absolutely, yeah. You know, so yeah, it's um, it's winning over the hearts and minds, and I think that people like. 
just everyone is craving that. They're saying like, I don't want to just kind of go into this like robotic, you know, this action task, check, check, check. You know, there's there's a, a desire and a thirst for more. And, um, and a connection is really the word that like comes through as far as that, like, I want to feel a connection. I want to belong to something that is inspiring. And that really talks to the how, like, you know, the, how are you going to be as a leader and how you, um, say a message or, you know, get people to really follow and be a part of something greater, uh, is I think where the focus is going to be. It needs to be in the future now and in the future. In, in the futures now. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we, we all lived through COVID, uh, you know, across the globe and, and it really was, um, a transformative experience for, I really believe for the globe and, with regard specifically to leadership, if there were any vestiges remaining about the power dynamics of the boss at the front of the table, the front of the you know boardroom table, yeah. or about bed checks in the office to make sure yeah. you're working the longest, oh my God. or <laughs> the the sort of the mystique of just being able to manage your way through something as opposed to leading it, right? Those all went you know, out the window and down the drain through COVID because what people are responding to, and it's really what they're, what they're going to demand. And you and I are seeing right. it is authentic, connected leadership. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to throw a crazy reference at you, Amanda. This is why we're having this conversation. <laughs> you know, I was, I was reading, Can't wait. <laughs> I was reading an article the other day about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And, uh -huh. um, you always have references to bands. I love it. And then I have to go back and like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that song. <laughs> you know, and, and the bassist Flea was being Now asked, I have that song in my head, Chris. Like, give it away, give it away, give it away now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great because... Because Flea was talking about um, working with Anthony Kiedis, who's the who's the lead singer, mm, and the fact yeah. that Anthony Kiedis has always felt um, very self-critical about his own voice, like he's felt like really? and his own musicianship. And he even said to to Flea, like, like I'm just with these brilliant musicians. It should be called like Three Brilliant Musicians and the Idiot. Like we shouldn't be the the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> And Flea said to him, and, and said to even this reporter, he said, one, he's a brilliant musician and a brilliant lyricist and poet and artist. Forget anything about lack of artistry. But mm -hmm. he said also, he has among the most recognizable voices, and it is his voice. And he said to me, this is Flea talking about any singer, he said to me, the best singer sounds like themselves. Yes. And and it's about authenticity. And so you had said the word connection and I'm right with you. I feel like there's this no pun intended connection with authenticity because. Yeah. It's the connected approach, right? That's why we're yes. so like. <laughs> yeah. Dedicated to this work. Yeah. And, and that a leader isn't this kind of archetype of, of, uh, you know, of some stuffed shirt that's at the, the front of the table or, or that's able to kind of command 
the 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 respect in some physical way or or yeah. some integrated way it's you being authentic to yourself and how that's able to flow through you know how you're able to lead others and the circumstances and yeah. for the people that you know we're going to be talking to on this podcast and and throughout the you know the journey here it's going to be people from all different walks of life and people right. with all different personality types, all of which can be effective leaders because they're relying on their authenticity to do so. So, anyway. well, and I think I, I had another thought that came up when you said that because you know you and I are both um, uh, certified coaches, and a lot of times when I am coaching with individuals, it is really finding that authentic leader that they want to be, you know, developing their leadership philosophy, but doing it in a way that it's like really authentic. And I remember working with this individual that he was new into a role and he felt like he really needed to elevate himself from a leader perspective and kind of get into this new territory of like leading a, a really large team. And he was like, oh, I really admire this about this leader and I admire this about that leader. And I think I need to do more of that. And I need to do more of this, you know? And it was like all of this stuff. And, and it was like, that's them, but you have to really kind of look and point the finger at yourself. Like look, look within to say like, what makes you um strong and you know what what makes you the the person that people want to follow and so it's it's good i mean both of us do a lot of listening and and what i call you know researching but you still have to then say okay all of these examples what really resonates with me and what really makes me shine so that it does come across in that really connected and authentic way because when you start to like mimic you know, John Doe, it's it's gonna fall flat, like because you're trying to be somebody else. Um, but I've I've recognized that in different coaching clients where as soon as they're trying to look external and be like somebody else or show up in a way that they kind of feel is the you know, the the status or the whatever, um, you know, it's it doesn't go well. So that is, um, I think, examples of that too, that we're trying to share that you have to, which is vulnerable. I hate to bring the V word up, but it is vulnerable to be just your true authentic self because you always think that it's not good enough. When, when we think about getting straight, what's between our, our two ears? And, yeah. and I know that you know you and I have talked to clients whether it be in a in a more of a consulting group setting as opposed to mm -hmm. a one-on-one -on -one executive setting right but getting to the true self and and to be able to not only be vulnerable in that state but first and foremost especially as a a young leader or as someone that's examining that for the first time that is a very tall task and it's scary because yeah. you you have we all have the self-talk about like, hey, I don't do that perfectly, or that's attacking this element of my ego, or this is a, you know, a dark area that I don't even 
know yet or have fully right. explored. I just want to have people on my team and tell them what to do or, or whatever the, you know, the first, the first idea is about, about being a leader. And when you think it has to really start from a, from a place of full examination, it can be very challenging. And yet, yeah. to your point, Amanda, so important because if you then emerge and you're leading a team or attempting to, to even lead yourself and you're doing so in a way that's constantly thinking about how others are doing it, right? right? You know, that, that comparison is, is a complete uh, fallacy because yes. you're only trying to mimic what you see of the other person and it just turns into this. Right. Complete, well, you, know, and you, you mentioned too, I mean, we both had wonderful experiences within, um, you know, a, a huge corporate structure. Yeah. And um, how it was done in the 70s and 80s and 90s, and maybe we're kind of like, you know, dating here, but it's definitely got to be done differently. <laughs> it has to be done differently. But when you're a young leader, and maybe even more so, you know, just a female leader that has seen nothing but like it being done a certain way, mm -hmm. and it's almost like you need permission. You know, people are waiting for permission to maybe try something new. It's a risky area to be in, you know, but but that is where I hope that um, through the, the book and the examples and our podcasts and more coaching and consulting that, that we do, that we're helping to change that and say, no, really, you know, stop looking backwards on like, what it has been traditionally done and how leaders have led that recipe doesn't work anymore but it's hard it's like well i don't know they look like pretty successful and i don't know that they want me to lead in this way and it's like go you gotta start paving that new path you know and when that starts happening and it's met with like oh my god this is so great <laughs> Oh my gosh, you know, finally someone is listening to us, you know, and that's the feedback these, these leaders are getting from their clients or whatever. Oh, this is such a breath of fresh air, you know, it's like little by little there's that momentum, you know, but it's it's really, really hard to step out there and say, okay, I'm going to go with my gut and I'm going to just be me because I think I have something that is really strong and special here and I'm going to go for it. But so many leaders say like, I think it's safer just to like kind of do it like that person over there has done it. So um, getting out there and sharing all about like how important the how is and for it to be, um, you know, true, your true self and, and connected and authentic is super important work, which again, is why I'm so excited to partner and work with you and share this. <laughs> well, well, me too. And, and it's interesting because I'm not getting excited about it, Chris, we got to just <laughs> like scream it, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, and, and it does, you know, it also comes with um, the, the concept of purpose. And yes. getting comfortable with what your purpose is and, uh, and and not just comfortable with it, but examining it on a consistent basis, because you and I have seen it, I think, both with each other, but in each other as we, you know, right. as we 
you know, come together as, as, as partners here. And when you do see someone that is living their purpose or attempting to live their purpose and, and driving to that, that true self and that true being, it's a gift that you're giving to others because to your very point, there's not some, you know, static number of leaders in the world. (laughs) It's not like, Oh, you want to know what? We're good. We just need you to to be over here. It's like, no. What a deficit. (laughs) Right. Everyone needs to, to, to be a leader first and foremost for themselves. And then you realize that there is this, um, you know, this 10 times attractant that you build when you are able to get clarity of who you are as, as a leader of self and a leader of others and a leader of the circumstances. So that's exciting. So let me, let me just proffer something to you, Amanda, as we, you know, have this, you know, this first episode of, of the Connected Approach podcast, you know, we're going to, well, we're going to talk together about the connected approach as we're we're doing now in the leader approach. And what I'd really like to do in the coming episodes is to bring leaders into this conversation because what I learned this week in in my interview is that while I have, and you have, and we've been developing our own theories about the specific elements of leading self, uh, treating self, leading others, leading the circumstances, those that are out there from the leaders themselves of all different walks of life just adds to this um, adds to this mix and, and to this effort, even if they have their own perspectives on it. And so to examine that with them, with you and I being able to have mm-hmm. them on and ask them questions, I think will be the most compelling way for us to be able to share the philosophies that we're building and the approach that we're building yeah, is to hear it from the leaders themselves. Because what I almost got emotional about speaking with this, this great interviewee, this great leader was they were saying things about how they think about this, that blew my mind that I had never considered and that they're putting into action. So anyway, so that's, that's kind of like how I think we should think about this forum, this forum, and yeah. uh, and this way we can both uh, we can both ask questions of of a guest and we don't have to do this uh, <laughs> host guest thing you know between each other. Yeah, I think the reason why I love that so much, Chris, is um, you know I brought up that it's like people need permission. Um, the other thing that I've learned is when you start to read or hear different stories or you listen to others and and you bring that in, that it normalizes things. Meaning um, it doesn't seem so scary. It doesn't seem so vulnerable because it's like, I wanna do this and oh wow, I just heard this like really, you know, reputable leader that is known for, you know, whatever also say that that's their biggest area of focus and what they maybe struggled with at first, but what they've kind of, um, you know, now embraced as their, you know, leader approach. Mm -hmm. And so I think the more that we can bring others into the conversation is that much more of a way to communicate to others, like, see, like, go go and lean into it and really show your authentic self. There's 
lots of like you said we're <laughs> there's lots of area out there that people are looking for this and wanting more of it and we just got to kind of turn that tidal wave so um i am looking forward to it me too me too and and i think the gift for you know for the folks who are going to be talking to as well is it just it does give them an opportunity whether it's real time or as they think about talking to us about this to reflect, to your very point, to reflect right. on how they do think about these things. And oh goodness, this really does provide a level of balance and, and equity with how I'm working through personal facets of my life, professional facets of my life and, and their own right. success. So um, yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to um, when we start getting questions from viewers you know, that um, all the other people that are out there that are like, you know, just waiting to to venture into this space of being their true authentic self and, you know, understanding what questions they have for leaders as well, which I, I think um, will be a, a cool part of how this all develops in our time together. Me too. Me too. So I think we're in absolute agreement we're looking forward to i think so <laughs> i know so <laughs> well, thanks amanda all right thank you chris have an awesome day thank you you too thanks for joining us to learn more about our leader approach model we would love to hear from you on all things leader development coaching and engagement if you haven't yet please subscribe to our youtube channel follow us wherever you listen to podcasts Follow me on Instagram at Chris underscore Curtin underscore HR or reach out through the website at theconnectedapproach.com. Thanks again for joining and until next time, be well, my friends.